Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. You need to see yourself as a steward, not an owner of the money that you have. Once you understand that it isn't your money, it's His money, and then He just blesses us and our finances improved. God really blessed our finances. You can trust God with your money. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to teach on what I've entitled financial stewardship. Boy, the word stewardship here is really important. And yesterday, I just began this series, and I was explaining that I'm taking a totally different approach than what you typically hear when people teach on finances because they talk about, you know, if you'll give, then God will give it back to you. And all of those things are true. I am going to be talking about these things. But if you never deal with this heart attitude, this selfishness, like most people are kind of like a vacuum cleaner and they're just sucking everything that they can get towards themselves. The real key to prosperity is exactly the opposite. It's not giving so you can get, but it is giving. It is more blessed to give than it is to receive, is what Jesus said. And if you don't deal with this heart attitude, then, man, there's a lot of scriptures. First uh, Timothy chapter 6 talks about the love of money is the root of all evil. And while people coveted after that, they pierced themselves through with many foolish and hurtful lust, which drowned man in perdition and in all of these kind of things. So see, the heart attitude is really the most important thing in prosperity. And even if you prosper and if God gives you an abundance of finances and if your heart is wrong, that money will kill you. That love of money will literally snuff out things. Now, you can prosper outside of God. There's a lot of people who do. Some of the richest people on this planet are not godly people. I'm not saying that the only way to prosperity is through God, but God has a way to prosper you and to take care of your needs. It's kind of summarized in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, where it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then these other things, what you eat, where you sleep, what you're clothed with, all of your financial needs will be meant. I'm going to be dealing with that in more detail. But the point I'm trying to get across at the beginning is you've got to have the right heart attitude. And if your heart isn't right, if you are seeking after money and what money can provide for you instead of seeking after God, then... Uh, it's you aren't going to prosper in God's system. You might could prosper some other way. You could go rob a bank. You could cheat people. You could steal. There are ways to prosper outside of God, but I guarantee you it'll take away your life. It'll destroy you. And again, I go back to 1 Timothy chapter 6 where it says the love of money is the root of all evil. What I'm talking about is not the love of money. You know, anytime I teach on finances, I'll have people come out and criticize me and say, you're just preaching greed. You're preaching, you know, just get all that you can, can all you get, sit on your can. You're preaching that having big house, big cars, all of these things, this is what you're all about. And they judge me based on what other people have done. I will grant you this, that there are a lot of ministers, not all, but a lot, 
OF MINISTERS WHO PREACH ON FINANCES WITH THE WRONG MOTIVATION AND THEY'RE TEACHING YOU JUST HOW YOU CAN GET MORE AND IT ACTUALLY FEEDS THIS CARNAL, SELFISH NATURE THAT'S INSIDE OF EVERY SINGLE PERSON. AND uh, IT IS TRUE THAT THERE IS A LOT OF ABUSE AND I BELIEVE WRONG TEACHING ABOUT FINANCES AND I CAN UNDERSTAND WHY PEOPLE AUTOMATICALLY LUMP ME OR ANYBODY ELSE WHO TALKS ABOUT FINANCES INTO ONE OF THOSE CATEGORIES. BUT IT'S REALLY, IF YOU DO IT THE RIGHT WAY, FINANCIAL PROSPERITY ISN'T ABOUT YOU. IT'S NOT FOR YOU. YOU KNOW, THE LORD TOLD uh, ABRAHAM, ABRAM AT THIS TIME, BEFORE HIS NAME WAS CHANGED TO ABRAHAM, OVER IN GENESIS CHAPTER 12, HE SAYS, I WILL BLESS YOU AND MAKE YOUR NAME GREAT AND YOU SHALL BE A BLESSING. THE REASON WE ARE BLESSED IS TO BE A BLESSING. YOU CAN'T BLESS SOMEBODY ELSE IF YOU ARE SO IN NEED THAT YOU DON'T EVEN HAVE ENOUGH FOR YOUR OWN SELF. PROSPERITY ISN'T REALLY FOR YOU. IT'S FOR OTHER PEOPLE. AND IF YOU UNDERSTAND THIS, AND IF YOU GET THIS ATTITUDE, AND IF YOU GET YOUR HEART RIGHT CONCERNING THIS, THEN IT WILL ADDRESS ALL OF THESE CRITICISMS THAT PEOPLE HAVE AGAINST IT. AS A MATTER OF FACT, I'VE HAD PEOPLE BEFORE COME UP TO ME AND SAY, LOOK, I'VE GOT A HOUSE, I'VE GOT A CAR, IT'S NOT THE NICEST, I'M NOT THE BEST, I'M NOT THE RICHEST, BUT I'VE GOT ENOUGH. I WOULD NEVER ASK GOD FOR ANY MORE. THIS WHOLE THING ABOUT BELIEVING GOD FOR MORE PROSPERITY AND GIVE SO THAT IT'LL BE GIVEN UNTO YOU, THEY JUST LOOK AT THAT AS SELFISH AND THEY SAID, I'D NEVER DO THAT. I'VE GOT ENOUGH AND I'M CONTENT AND I'M NOT ASKING GOD FOR ANYTHING ELSE. DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT IS THE SELFISH ATTITUDE? AND SOME OF YOU ARE SHOCKED. THINK, HOW IS THAT SELFISH? BECAUSE YOU THINK MONEY IS ONLY FOR YOU. AND ONCE YOU GET YOUR NEEDS MET, ONCE YOU ARE ABLE TO SURVIVE, ONCE YOU'VE GOT ENOUGH TO LAST YOU THROUGH RETIREMENT, AND ONCE YOU ARE TAKEN CARE OF, THAT'S IT. YOU DON'T WANT ANY MORE. SEE, THAT'S SELFISH. YOU THINK THAT MONEY IS JUST TO MEET YOUR NEEDS. MONEY IS A TOOL THAT ACTUALLY EMPOWERS YOU AND ENABLES YOU TO DO THINGS, AND THERE'S MANY THINGS. YOU CAN HAVE A BUSINESS. YOU CAN EMPLOY PEOPLE AND BLESS THEM. THERE'S LOTS OF WAYS YOU CAN USE IT, BUT YOU CAN ALSO USE MONEY TO GIVE AND TO BE A BLESSING TO OTHER PEOPLE AND HELP PUT OUT THE GOSPEL AND HELP MEET THE NEEDS OF PEOPLE THAT AREN'T IN, uh, YOU KNOW, AS FORTUNATE AS WHAT YOU ARE. IF YOU UNDERSTAND, IF YOUR HEART IS RIGHT, PROSPERITY ISN'T JUST FOR YOURSELF. IT'S TO ENABLE YOU TO BE A BLESSING. THIS IS WHAT IT SAYS IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 28. IT SAYS, LET HIM THAT STOLE STEAL NO MORE, BUT RATHER LET HIM LABOR, WORKING WITH HIS HANDS THE THING WHICH IS GOOD THAT HE MAY HAVE TO GIVE TO HIM THAT NEEDS. THE BIBLE SAYS THE REASON YOU LABOR AND WORK WITH YOUR HANDS IS TO FEED YOUR FAMILY, TO TAKE CARE OF YOURSELF, PAY YOUR BILLS, NO, THAT'S NOT WHAT IT SAID. IT SAYS YOU LABOR SO THAT YOU CAN HAVE TO GIVE TO HIM THAT NEEDS. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS SAYING, THAT'S CRAZY. IF I WAS TO WORK SO THAT I COULD GIVE AND NOT PUT A PRIORITY ON TAKING CARE OF MYSELF, I'D STARVE. NOTHING WOULD EVER HAPPEN. THAT'S TRUE IF THERE WASN'T A GOD WHO SAYS THAT he, HIS EYES GO TO AND FRO THROUGHOUT THE WHOLE EARTH SEEKING TO SHOW HIMSELF STRONG IN BEHALF OF THOSE WHO ARE PERFECT IN HIS SIGHT. GOD IS JUST LOOKING FOR SOMEBODY WHO LIVES TO GIVE, NOT GIVES TO LIVE. GOD IS LOOKING FOR SOMEBODY WITH A RIGHT HEART, AND IF HE CAN FIND IT, MAN, HE WILL JUST FLOW MONEY THROUGH YOU. IF HE CAN GET IT THROUGH YOU, HE WILL GET IT TO YOU. AND AS THE MONEY FLOWS THROUGH, THERE'S ALWAYS PLENTY FOR YOU. IT'S JUST THE WAY THAT THE KINGDOM WORKS. IT'S CONTRARY TO THIS WORLD SYSTEM, BUT THAT'S THE WAY THAT GOD WANTS TO DO IT. SO DID YOU KNOW THAT THE REALLY 
the, the right heart attitude isn't the person that says, I've got enough and I'm not going to believe for any more because I'm taking care of. That's selfish. You know what the right heart attitude is? Is the person who says, Father, thank you. I've got plenty for myself, but I'm believing for extra. I'm believing for increase because I want to help establish your kingdom. I want to be a blessing to other people. You know, I tell my students all of the time that, yes, you need to pay your tuition. Yes, you need to pay your rent. Yes, you need to make car payments. Yes, you need to do all of these things. God wants us to pay our bills and not owe any man anything. I believe that. But, you know, instead of just praying about your needs, why don't you start praying for someone else? Why don't you pay somebody else's tuition? Why don't you pay somebody else's car payment? Why don't you buy a car for somebody else? That's just 180 degrees opposite the way most people think. But you know what? I have bought dozens of cars, brand new cars. I start, I didn't start off with brand new cars because I was not the level that I was at, but I've, I've bought dozens of cars. Right now, I'm, I'm just paying off a person the last payment, a six year loan. Somebody went out and bought a brand new van and it's their last payment, I think, this month and stuff. And I'm doing those things. I do that all of the time. And you know, as a result, I drive a car that was given to me. It was probably a, I don't know, 60 something, 60 to $70,000 pickup that somebody just gave to me. You can't outgive God. But the reason I did that wasn't, I'm not paying other people stuff so I can get. I have believed God for prosperity and now I am blessed and I'm looking for ways to give. That is the proper attitude, not this thing of I've got enough. And so I'm not going to believe God for any more. I'm not going to ask Him for anything. That's actually selfish. That's actually greedy. Now, I will admit that there's a lot of people that talk about prosperity with a selfish, greedy attitude. It's all about how you can get more and stuff. And I, I admit that that happens and sad to say there's too many ministers that do that. But understood properly, prosperity isn't really for you. It's to empower you to be a blessing. God told Abram, I will bless you, make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. And that's the reason for prosperity. And it all starts by this attitude that I'm talking about, financial stewardship. You are managing the affairs of another. It's not your money. God is giving you resources so that you can be a blessing to other people, so that He can flow that money through you. And yesterday I was introducing this and I was making a number of comments trying to get people to see that God is your source. God is the one who gives you everything. Let me use this verse out of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and in verse 7. The apostle Paul said, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hast not received it? Now, this isn't limited to money, but it includes money. He was talking about just everything, gifts, talents, abilities, their position in life, whatever, but it includes money. And I'm telling you, whether you recognize it or not, God is the one who has given you everything that you've got. And this is sometimes hard for people to grab hold of because they say, oh, no, I'm working 40 hours, 60 hours a week. I'm working two jobs, three jobs. I'm laboring. I'm working my fingers to the bone. And you're telling me that God's the one that gave it to me? Absolutely. God's the one that caused you to be born in this nation. God's the one that caused you to be born at this time. 
Man, if you were to go back in history and look at some of the conditions that people were born into, that they were just stuck. There was no way that they could ever change. There was no way that there could be upward mobility in finances and stuff. We live at a time that prosperity is at our fingertips, that you didn't cause yourself to be born at this time. You didn't cause yourself to be born with your talents and abilities. Now, you can develop things if, you know, you have a good mind. God is one that gave you that, and you can educate it, and you can train yourself to do things. You can develop a gift that God has put on the inside of you, but you can't develop what God didn't put in. You know, there's some things that I can do, and I have sought the Lord, and I've I've, I've learned and done things, but there's some things I'm just not anointed to do. You know, I am not a businessman. I have tried, and to a degree, I have to be a business person to run this ministry. We've got 650 employees, and there's I've learned some things, but you know what? That is not my anointing. And even though I can, I can function to a degree, I'm never going to be like a person who's got that gifting on them. Over in uh, Romans chapter 12, it talks about those that have a gift of administration. And uh, there are some people that are gifted in this way. This is just the way that they're wired. I'm a visionary. I I was just talking to somebody the other day, and you know what? I just, I look at things differently than a person who's like an accountant that has an administrative gift and stuff. I just don't see things that way. I see what's possible and the details about how to get from here to there. It's just not the way that I'm wired. Now, I can function to a degree in those things, but not the same as a person that that is their gifting. So my point is, you may have gone to college, you may have experience in the world, and you may have developed something, but you can't develop what God didn't put in. It's just like this verse is saying, what do you have that you didn't receive from God? The truth is nothing. God's the one that gave you your health. God's the one that gave you your mental powers. He's the one that gave you your talents and abilities. He's the one that has given you these opportunities. In the United States right here, and of course many of the nations that some of you will be watching in, did you know that God has caused people to literally fight and give their life to purchase the freedoms and the liberties and the things that you have. You didn't do any of this. You are a recipient of God flowing through other people from hundreds of years ago and things that are happening. Whether you realize it or not, God is your source. And this is the point I'm trying to emphasize. Stewardship, the definition of steward is that you manage the affairs, especially the financial affairs of another person. If you would quit looking at your money, your house, your car, everything as yours, and you would see it as, God, you're the one who's given me everything I've got. It's yours. What do you want me to do? What kind of house do you want me to live in? Now, boy, that could take a lot more explanation right here. I believe that God is El Shaddai, not El Chipo. I don't believe that God wants us to be as frugal and just live in a hut or a tent or just barely get outside of the elements. God doesn't mind you having really nice things, but there's a process here. You don't go from zero to a thousand miles an hour all at once. That'll kill you. And there's a lot of people that'll hear me talk about how God has blessed me and things that he's done. And so they just want to immediately jump to there. And you haven't 
taking the steps along the way. You know what? Where I am right now, I didn't start there 50-something years ago when I started in ministry. I've grown, and God has blessed us. And so there is a growth process. Uh, God doesn't mind you having nice things, but there are right and wrong ways to obtain these goals. And a lot of people are using the world system. They are in debt up to their eyeballs. They are, they have every credit card maxed out. See, that's not what his manual tells us to do. And the reason that you are in these financial crunches and stuff is because you look at your finances as being your business. You're doing it your way. You're, you have somebody send you a, uh, thing in the mail saying, get this credit card, you know, for zero percent interest. And boy, you don't even pray about it. You don't think about it. You just get it. You run up the max. And then after the first year, it jumps up to 20 percent interest or whatever. And you're digging yourself a hole that you can't get out of. And the scriptures teach us not to do that. Now, that's not what I'm teaching on right now, but I'm saying that, see, if you had this attitude of God, I've, I need these things, but how do I get there? This is your money. How do you want me to steward it? God would lead you differently than what most people are doing. And He would keep you from getting into these, these messes. Instead of you going out and spending $60,000 on a car and making payments for seven years, which the chances are something's going to go wrong with that car before that seven years is up and you're going to be upside down and then you'll have to go get another car and get it on credit and add the balance onto that and pretty soon within two or three cars, you have dug yourself a hole that you may never climb out of the rest of your life. That is not God's system. That violates Romans chapter tw uh, 13 and many other places. See, if you would say, God, here's a need, but you're my source. What do I have? that you haven't given me. You're my source. I'm a steward. I've got some money here. How do you want me to use it? I believe that God would start teaching you to take steps instead of go out and buy that $60,000 uh, car on credit and put yourself under an eight ball. He might lead you to go, go, go get a used car that you could pay cash for and then set aside money and wait until you build up and then you can get something else. And in a very short period of time, you start paying cash for everything. Did you know when you buy things on credit, you pay two to three times what the actual price of that is? That's the reason you go into some of these stores in a mall, and I mean, they'll have a person standing there, and they will try and get you to get a credit card, try and get you to get their company credit card. And I mean, they push it. And I had a guy that worked for me. He was my general manager, and he used to work for one of the major corporations. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but he worked for them and he was the one who pushed these things. And he says, if they could get a person to get a credit card, they would usually spend two to three times as much money as if they were just paying for things for cash. And then they would not only get that two or three times as much money, but then they would get all of the interest when this person has run their credit card up and has to start paying interest and they would make a lot more money. There's a reason that they're doing these things because it benefits them, not you. And if you would quit just doing things impulsively and doing it on your own and leaning under your own understanding, if you would run up a white flag and surrender and say, God, it's yours. You're my source. You're the one who's given me whatever talents and abilities, the health that I've got, whatever money I'm getting from this job, it's yours. How do you want me to use it? 
I GUARANTEE YOU, YOU WOULDN'T DO SOME OF THE EMOTIONAL MISTAKES THAT YOU MAKE IF YOU WOULD LOOK AT IT AS BEING GOD'S. YOU KNOW, I HAD A MAN ONE TIME RECEIVE AN OFFERING, AND uh, THIS GUY, he, HE HAD EVERYBODY STAND UP, AND HE SAYS, NOW I WANT YOU TO REACH INTO THE BACK POCKET OF THE PERSON IN FRONT OF YOU OR INTO THE PURSE OF THE LADY IN FRONT OF YOU AND GET THEIR WALLET AND GIVE LIKE YOU ALWAYS WANTED TO GIVE. AND OF COURSE, THAT WAS A JOKE, BUT THE POINT HE WAS GETTING ACROSS IS REALLY GOOD. THAT, YOU KNOW, IF I GAVE YOU MY WALLET, AND I DON'T KNOW HOW MUCH MONEY I HAVE IN THERE NOW, BUT I, I CARRY USUALLY A LOT OF MONEY. I CARRY HUNDREDS OF DOLLARS WITH ME. AND IF I GAVE YOU MY WALLET, AND I SAID, NOW, JUST GIVE WHATEVER YOU WANT TO, YOU WOULD PROBABLY BE MORE GENEROUS IF IT WASN'T YOUR MONEY, IF IT WAS MY MONEY. YOU'D PROBABLY GIVE MORE WHEN IT'S MY MONEY THAN YOURS. AND THIS IS THE POINT I'M GETTING ACROSS, IS THAT IF YOU WOULD QUIT OWNING EVERYTHING AND SAYING, THIS IS MY HOUSE, THIS IS MY CAR, THIS IS MY PAYCHECK, IT'S MINE. AND INSTEAD, IF YOU'D OPEN UP YOUR HAND AND SAY, GOD, EVERYTHING IS YOURS. THERE'S NOTHING THAT I HAVE THAT I DIDN'T RECEIVE FROM YOU. AND IF I'VE RECEIVED IT FROM YOU, WELL, THEN WHY AM I LOOKING AT IT AS IF IT'S MINE? WHAT GIVES ME THE RIGHT TO SIT THERE AND SAY HOW I'LL USE THIS? THIS IS YOURS. YOU GIVE ME WISDOM. HOW DO YOU WANT ME TO STEWARD YOUR RESOURCES? TO ME, THIS IS THE BEGINNING PLACE ON PROSPERITY. IT PURIFIES YOUR HEART. AND IF YOUR HEART IS RIGHT, IF GOD CAN TRUST YOU WITH MONEY, HE WILL GET MONEY TO YOU. AND I TELL YOU, I AM AN EXAMPLE OF THIS. JAMIE AND I WERE SO POOR, WE COULDN'T PAY ATTENTION. IT WAS MY OWN FAULT. IT WAS BECAUSE OF MY WRONG THEOLOGY AND DOCTRINE. BUT NONETHELESS, JAMIE AND I STRUGGLED FOR YEARS, YEARS, WE WOULD GO WITHOUT EATING A WEEK OR TWO WEEKS AT A TIME. EVEN WHEN JAMIE WAS EIGHT MONTHS PREGNANT, WE ONE TIME WENT TWO WEEKS WITH NOTHING BUT WATER. I MEAN, WE WERE POOR. WE WERE STRUGGLING. WE DIDN'T HAVE A PHONE. WE COULDN'T AFFORD TO GET A PHONE INSTALLED. WE COULDN'T MAKE A DEPOSIT ON THE THING. WE DIDN'T HAVE ANYTHING. AND YET NOW GOD HAS BLESSED ME, AND I'M SEEING MONEY FLOW, BUT IT'S BECAUSE I'VE GOT MY ATTITUDE RIGHT, I'M NOT SAYING I'M PERFECT IN THIS, BUT I'M HEADING IN THAT RIGHT DIRECTION. I'M CERTAINLY DIFFERENT THAN WHAT I USED TO BE, AND BECAUSE OF IT, GOD JUST FLOWS AN ABUNDANCE OF MONEY THROUGH MY HANDS, AND WE GIVE. AS A MATTER OF FACT, ONE OF THE THINGS I'M DOING THIS WEEK IS I'M GIVING AWAY THIS BOOK. WE WILL GIVE AWAY TENS OF THOUSANDS OF THESE. YOU KNOW, I DON'T KNOW WHAT WE NORMALLY SUGGEST. ACTUALLY, THE WAY I DO MY WHOLE MINISTRY, I SAY THAT THIS IS FOR A SUGGESTED DONATION OF, I THINK IT'S LIKE $14 PER BOOK, AND WE SAY IT'S A SUGGESTED DONATION OF $15 OR SOMETHING FOR A CD SET. BUT WE HAVE OVER 50% OF THE PEOPLE THAT RIDE IN THAT DON'T GIVE A THING, AND WE SEND IT TO THEM ANYWAY. PLUS, YOU CAN GO TO MY WEBSITE, AND I'VE GOT 200,000, 200,000 HOURS OF FREE TEACHING ON MY WEBSITE. DO YOU KNOW THESE CD'S? YOU CAN GO TO MY WEBSITE AND YOU CAN DOWNLOAD ALL OF THIS STUFF FREE. SO I GIVE THINGS AWAY, AND GOD HAS EMPOWERED ME BECAUSE IT FLOWS THROUGH. I AM NOT BUILDING A KINGDOM. I AM NOT HERE HOARDING ALL THIS. I HAVEN'T DAMNED IT UP AND USING THIS FOR MYSELF. I LIVE IN A HOUSE THAT I PAID $60,000 FOR. I'M NOT SITTING THERE AND SAYING, THAT'S WHAT YOU'VE GOT TO DO, BUT THAT'S WHAT I DID. I AM NOT USING THIS FOR MYSELF. I'M USING IT TO BLESS OTHER PEOPLE. THAT IS A STEWARD. 
Man, I'm out of time today, but I've got a lot more to share. So please listen to our announcer. He's going to tell you how you can get these free materials. We've got a package deal that we did put a price on. Listen to our announcer and then please call or write today. My name is Teresa Hotelling, and I'm from Woodland Park, Colorado. I was told that I would never recover from Sjogren's syndrome, lupus, or thyroid disease. For years, I had tried everything, medical treatments, holistic treatments, even lots of prayer, speaking, and commanding, but nothing seemed to work. That's when I enrolled into Karis Bible College, and my focus shifted off of my symptoms and onto the finished work of Jesus. In just a matter of months, I received my complete healing after sitting under the word at Karis Bible College. And today, several years later, I am still walking in that complete healing, and I am not alone. I was walking normal within a matter of weeks, and today I am in full-time ministry. Today I am cancer-free, and I'm living life to the fullest. My wife's miraculous recovery shocked all the doctors. Because people like you partnered with Andrew Womack Ministries, we have all been given our lives back. We cannot thank you enough for your generosity, but there are still millions of people out there who need the same truth that set us free. Won't you please help us get that message to them? Please be a partner with this ministry today. Become a partner today. <laughs> You know, you may not know these people, but I know every one of these people that you just saw them give a testimony. And I tell you, Jesus changed their life because of our partners. If you've not yet joined with us and become a partner, I ask you to pray about it and join with us today. Andrew is offering his complete teaching on financial stewardship in your choice of either a book CD album or DVD album as his free gift to you today. Go to awmi.net to order your free product today. This offer is limited to one free product per household and is only available in the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. This teaching is also available as a companion study guide for a gift of any amount when you contact us or you can get these valuable resources in the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the Financial Stewardship Book, Study Guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a small glimpse on how the friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries are helping people around the world receive their healing. People like Jeremiah Class. For years, Jeremiah struggled with an incurable case of multiple sclerosis. There seemed to be no hope for recovery. That is, until the day he stumbled across our website 
and heard for the first time that God's healing was available for him. They had put me on disability because of the MS, so I had all the time in the world. So I started listening to God Wants You Well, all these different teachings that he had on his website, and just listening to him day after day. Inspired by Andrew's free teachings, Jeremiah enrolled into Karis Bible College. It was here that God showed him that the key to his healing was through not a formula, but through learning to rest in the finished work of Jesus. To see Jeremiah's full story, visit awmi.net today. Did you hear about our website? Check it out at awmi.net.